Hey, honey, have you gained some weight in your rear end? The dress you wear reminds me of my old girlfriend. And where'd you get those shoes? I think they're pretty lame. Would you stop talking cuz I'm trying to watch the game? If you're a man who wants to live a long and happy life, these are the things you don't say to your wife. I planned a hunting trip next week on your birthday I didn't ask you but I knew it'd be okay Go make some dinner while I watch this fishing show I taped it over our old wedding video If you're a man who done that A long and happy life Lives all the pussy closer to you Solo! Okay! Your cooking is okay, but not like mother makes The diamond in the ring I bought you is a fake Your eyes look puffy, dear, are you feeling ill? Happy anniversary, I bought you a treadmill <laughs> You're a man who wants to live long and happy love that too These are the things you don't say to You're a man who doesn't want to get killed with a knife these are the things you don't say to you. Hello, this is Eric Cartman. I don't usually listen to podcasts, but when I do, I listen to the Leroy and Earl show. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't. I would never listen to this shit. The adult cartoon of podcasts, my ass. The greatest jobs president that God ever created. I tell you that. You're listening to Leroy and Earl's Pitch Shift. And winter is coming. Alrighty. Welcome to the Leroy and Earl Show. You are listening to the adult Cardiff Boot. Cardiff. You're listening to the adult carpoon of Topcasts. <laughs> Sounds like you're t- tugging to getting tired of the tongue, Mr. Leroy. Does sound like I'm getting tired of the tongue. All right, welcome to the Leroy Nell Show, the adult cartoon podcast. I am Leroy Leroy here with my co-host, Ricky Dixon. And tonight we have a special Thanksgiving episode I'm doing for you. Next week's Thanksgiving. Uh, or it might be this week, depending on when you listen to this podcast. Um, so it's not going to be a real long show. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the things you didn't know, some of the amazing things that you did not know about Thanksgiving. And, uh, pretty just pretty much just going to be me talking about that. <clears throat> oh, and, oh, I can't believe I forgot this. We have a special guest who's going to be on who's going to talk about, uh, Thanksgiving, some of the things she's, uh, talked, uh, done in Thanksgiving. Uh, Medea, I believe that's how you pronounce her name, right, Rick? That, I don't know how to pronounce it, Mrs. Leroy. That's, this is all you. Uh, yeah, her name is, uh, she's a very popular, uh, 
African-American um, Medea, I guess that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. Anyway, she's going to be on the show tonight, a special, very special guest. Uh, we haven't had, actually had a guest on the show. I mean, we had Carlisi on a couple weeks ago, but I mean somebody who's not uh, already affiliated with the show in a long time. So she'll be on the line here in a little while, uh, towards the end of the show. I have her lined up to be on there. Uh, first, uh, <clears throat> if you follow us on Facebook, you know. If you follow us on Twitter, you don't know. Earl has filed a restraining order against me. Yeah. And, I mean, I thought it was a joke, of course, but uh, turns out it's not. So if you go on Facebook and look it up, restraining order uh, for Leroy Leroy. Uh, some of the highlights on the restraining order are... Uh, it is indefinite. There's no no expiration on the restraining order. Uh, apparently, he thinks my license plate is I Love Earl. And he is the ex-co-host of the Leroy and Earl show. So I know that we've been talking a lot lately about him coming back, and he's going to do the show, and I'm going to rearrange the studio, and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's not going to happen. I'm here to tell you right now, and this is a rare, serious moment. By the way, the show tonight is brought to you by Jack and Coke. What? This is, this is, this, this is cool, this is not cool, man. I know. I didn't tell Ricky about this. This is news to him, too. That's upsetting, Mr. Leroy. It is. But the bottom wow. line, What? Sorry. The bottom line is, Earl is never coming back to the show. Never. And the main reason, I mean, obviously he filed a restraining order, so he can't. I mean, he can't, I can't come within, I forget how far it is, a thousand yards or whatever, of Earl. Uh, this was filed shortly after we met last week. I don't know it's been two weeks ago. I went over to see Earl and Tuna. Uh, actually, it was on Veterans Day, now that I think about it. <clears throat> and I had texted and said, hey, let's get together and uh, go get a free meal somewhere. I think we went to Chipotle. And I said, let's talk business. I assumed he knew what I meant. Now we got there, and he says, uh, it's... Earl and Tuner there, you know, what business do you want to discuss with the podcast? And they both went, oh, God. Like, I had just told them that their dog died. Maybe not that bad, because they really love their dog. So, it's just like I just told them that their car, uh, you know, somebody borrowed their car and had been totaled. Or that they lost their job. And it hit me at that moment. I realized at that moment it's done. It's done. I can't take the constant negativity because I love doing the podcast, even though it's hard to motivate myself to do it. Um, I realized that I can't do it anymore with Earl. It's sad. I know. I know the show has never been the same without him. And the hopes of him coming back has kept the Shifted Nation going. And 
I've come to the conclusion that to the point now, I don't want to string anyone along any further, including myself and the other, all the shift heads out there, gold members, platinum members, tin members, plastic members, dryer lint members. None of them. I don't, I don't want you to think that Earl's coming back. He's not. He's done. Now, on the bright side, I'm not ready to give up just yet on the podcast. Earl, yes, Earl's gone. Never coming. I don't even know if I would want Earl to come back. He would have to show me some motivation and some interest in doing the show. Other than, oh my God, I guess, okay, I'll do it. If it makes you happy, Leroy. I'll rescind the restraining order and we'll do the show. No, no. He would have to say, hey, man, I really want to do the show. Can I? I don't know. Well, I'll think about it. And then I'd say yes, but no more. No more of this, you know. You know, if you don't like doing it, why are you doing it in the first place? You know, in the past, the show, we made a big joke about how what a pain in the ass it was to do the show. And to me, that was all part of the stick of the show. It was funny. You know, it was funny. I would laugh when he'd be like, you know, make a joke about doing the show or getting paid or whatever, all that stuff, you know. But it's not a joke anymore. It's not funny anymore. Uh, I built this show with his help, of course, but I've built this show over the last five years from nothing into what it is now, which is still nothing. But I still built it. You know, I mean, I have lots invested in it and a lot of time in it, and it's a fun hobby. And I know there's a six of you out there that enjoy listening to the show. And, yeah, you know, the, the funny part of the negativity is gone now. Because, I mean, if you could have been there when you saw how deflated they were when I mentioned the podcast... It, it just took it just took everything out of me that wanted to hit him to come back. So, in the moving on stage, which we're at now, I enjoy doing it, but I don't know that the where I'm at is sustainable. It's difficult to do this by yourself, and the characters that are on the show um, add to it, but it's still all on me. You know what I'm saying? It's it's you know. The material's all me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like I know what Ricky's going to say before he says it. That's not even possible. It is. Prove it. What are you getting ready to say right now? I'm getting ready to say monkey. Oh, my God. See? How do you know I was going to say monkey, Mr. Leroy? I know what you're going to say before you're going to say it. Do you, that's, that's, I'm, I'm, you just got lucky, Mr. Leroy. This, do it again. I'm going to think of a word. Ready? Okay, say a word right now. All right, I'm going to say it. Apple. Oh, my. Mr. Leroy, you're a mind reader. I'm not a mind reader, Ricky. I just, I know what you're going to say. Everything you're going to say, it's like it's in my brain. So that makes it, uh, you know, there's no discourse. And so that puts more weight on me to come up with, uh, you know, give uh, you know stories and and uh, skits and stuff, which I uh, the past few weeks I've done pretty well. I've done, you know I'm kind of proud of myself. The last few weeks I've put out pretty good podcasts. 
but like tonight, tonight I was like, like I, 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 you know, until uh, I found out Medea was going to be on the show, all I have is this Thanksgiving thing, which I can stretch out. <laughs> it's, I don't want to try and you know sit down and do a show, and <clears throat> just try and stretch it out. You know what I mean? So, and as I've talked about before, you all know all you shitheads who've listened to the show. If you don't podcast, I've told you. If you're not an experienced podcaster, I've explained to you that it's more than just the time behind the mic. Like, it's 11.23 on a Saturday night. I sat down at 10.15 to start the show. So I spent almost an hour, about 45 minutes, getting prepared to do the show. So there's like a 45-minute to an hour preparation time. Then there's the doing the show. And then after the show is recorded, there's another half hour to 45 minutes of getting the show ready to be put up on the internet. And sometimes I do that the next day, and sometimes I forget. <laughs> I've done that before. So, anyway, so moving forward, I have, an, I have a plan. I, I need a co-host. I need an actual, what? I'll be co-host. You're not my co-host, okay? No, let's, let's not get into this. I need an actual person I can talk to. I have someone in mind, and I'm going to talk to them about it. And, uh... We'll see what happens. And if they're not interested, then we just won't do the show anymore. And in in doing that, uh, I'm probably going to go back to a set time during the week, in the evening, to do the show. And if we're going to do that, <clears throat> I'm probably going to go live again, probably on YouTube. We'll see. That's all in the future. This is our special Thanksgiving show on the Lee Reynolds Show. Hope you guys are going to have a good Thanksgiving next week. And I don't really have any Thanksgiving music. I was, I was looking up for something for Thanksgiving that would be cool. So I'm just going to play this. Here's our... This is 26 Amazing Things you probably don't know about Thanksgiving history. It's not going to be 26, because I'm not going to read them all. So let's call it Some Amazing Things that you probably didn't know about Thanksgiving history. First of all, Thanksgiving was supposed to be a fast, not a feast. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. That's dumb. The pilgrims didn't have forks. I mean, they didn't have forks, right? So they had knives and spoons. That's so sad. Can you imagine not having a fork at Thanksgiving? The original Thanksgiving lasted three days. Now, I don't know about you, but I'm taking Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday off, so my Thanksgiving is going to last five days. <laughs> that's, not, that's not history, baby. That's the future right there. The first Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade had live animals instead of balloons. That's right. When it began in 1924, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade didn't have the gigantic balloons that we all know and love. Today, instead, they paraded live animals through the streets, which seems not that, you know, 1924. I mean, we're not that far from the agricultural America. But anyway, there weren't small animals either. We're talking about elephants and tigers all alone from the Central Park Zoo. That would be interesting. It's basically... We traded the live animals for the giant balloons. 
even astronauts celebrate Thanksgiving in space. If they're in space on Thanksgiving, of course they're going to celebrate it. Dumb. Next, science says, this is an interesting one, men are turned on by the smell of pumpkin pie. Fair warning, the following information may change how you feel about pumpkin pie. The aroma of the go-to Thanksgiving dessert has been shown to increase arousal in men, according to research by the Smell and Taste Treatment and Research Foundation in Chicago. There's a job to shoot for, right, kids? When I grew up, I would have worked for the Smell and Taste Treatment and Research Foundation. In the study conducted in 1995, which was forever ago, Participants were exposed to 46 different odors and scents and 40% experienced an increase in arousal when they smelled pumpkin pie. As the Center of Neurological Director Dr. Alan Hirsch said in an interview, it gives new meaning to the phrase, the way to a man's heart is through his stomach, or maybe it's through his nose. But don't worry, ladies. After gorging on turkey and yams and noodles and mashed potatoes and stuffing and then downing half a pumpkin pie no man's ready to do it so it doesn't matter that they're aroused by the smell next amazing thanksgiving fact the average american eats around 4500 calories on thanksgiving now i don't have to read this story to know that that's not that much i mean it's a lot yes but they said on thanksgiving are they saying at the thanksgiving meal or the whole day because most people eat the whole day, right? So 4,500. Of course, that's average. So some people have to eat like 8,000 calories on Thanksgiving Day. Americans eat 80 million pounds of cranberries around Thanksgiving. And I have no idea why. <laughs> we eat 46 million turkeys on Thanksgiving. Think about that. 46 million turkeys. Jeez, where are all these turkeys at? People in Israel actually eat the most turkey in the world. Interesting. The world record for turkey carving is just over three minutes. I'm letting that one sink in. Just over three minutes. <laughs> See why I need a co-host now, right? Here's, here's one that's kind of interesting. I don't know if it's true or not, but I'll put it out there. It's more the carbs than the turkey making you sleepy after your Thanksgiving meal. The tryptophan in turkey gets all the blame for people's most post-Thanksgiving grogginess, but turkey doesn't really have more tryptophan than any other poultry. And while tryptophan can, in fact, cause sleepiness, it certainly isn't the only culprit in your overwhelming need to nap after your holiday feast. The real reason... Why you can't keep your eyes open is the mother load of carbs and calories you've just consumed. And if you topped it off with a glass of or two of wine, well, then consider the mystery solved. So what they're saying is, you know, you could eat chicken and it would have the same result. Another interesting fact that some people don't know, Thanksgiving Eve is the biggest drinking night of the year. That's right, even more than New Year's Eve. There's no other occasion that has bartenders nationwide pouring more drinks than when they do on Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. <laughs> the aptly a nickname Drinksgiving, yes, there's even a movie about it, brings a 167% increase in alcohol sales 
compared to a typical Wednesday night, according to someone somewhere out there. And a lot of people, I think, consume a lot of alcohol at home on, on Wednesday evening as they're preparing for the next day, not just the food, but dealing with family members. <laughs> Something, here's a, here's, here's a good one, which once you hear me say, you'll be like, yeah, I never thought of that, but I see it. Some Thanksgiving shoppers might be a little drunk. A 2017 survey found that roughly 12% of shoppers during the Thanksgiving rush are SUI, shopping under the influence. And even if they haven't been tossing a few back, that doesn't necessarily mean that they're operating at full capacity. In the same survey, a quarter of Americans admitted that they were sleep-deprived while shopping during the four-day weekend. Shop at your own risk, people. That makes sense. You know, a lot of people aren't, you know, they don't necessarily drive out there, but they went with the group and they've been drinking and, you know, Black Friday getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning to go, jeez, don't even get me started on Black Friday. It's ridiculous. Another great fact, the day after Thanksgiving is prime time for plumbers. Wow. <laughs> it's right. <laughs> I never really thought of that. Are you kidding me? According to a plumbing company, Roto-Rooter, post-Thanksgiving Day business is always booming every year on what has been given the unfortunate nickname Brown Friday. So it's Black Friday and Brown Friday. The company sees a 50% increase in service calls on average and a 21% increase in overall business compared with other holiday weekends during the year. So people... <laughs> That's gross, Mr. Leroy. <laughs> it's one of the... It's what this is part of the story, man. Part of the story. Next, and everyone who loves football knows this, the Detroit Lions have played on Thanksgiving Day every year since 1934. And this Thursday they'll be host and at home too, at home. This year they'll be hosting the Chicago Bears, which uh, both those teams kind of suck, but so that should make for a decent. It should be a good game. Uh, I don't know how many times the Lions have lost. Or one, but anyway, football games on Thanksgiving can be traced as far back as 1876. But few teams have played as faithfully as the Detroit Lions. It began in 19, 1934 when the Lions took on the Chicago Bears. So there you go. This is going to be, uh, of course, they play the Bears on Thanksgiving like every four or five years because they're in the same division. But 1934, the first Thanksgiving Day game was Lions and Chicago Bears, and it'll be Lions and the Bears this this Thanksgiving. The Lions lost 19 to 16. <laughs> so we'll see what happens. What happens this week? They've played every Thanksgiving Day since, except for a six-year hiatus during World War II. That was back when everyone had to go fight, not just you know the Browns and the Steelers. Update on that, by the way, if you didn't know, Miles Garrett's suspension upheld. He's he's out for the rest of the year in the playoffs if they were to make it. Mason Rudolph has finally fined 50 grand, which is pretty steep. I think it's pretty steep. There's no point suspending him because he's not, he's not good. <laughs> he's not going to make a difference if he plays or not. So, <clears throat> FDR once tried and almost succeeded to change when Thanksgiving was celebrated. This is interesting. Believe it or not, in 1939, Franklin Delano Roosevelt tried to move Thanksgiving. Falling on November 30th that year, which it's late this year, by the way, if you haven't noticed, it's normally a little earlier, and worried, <coughs> sorry, falling on November 30th that year, and worried Americans wouldn't have ample time for Christmas shopping, 
Roosevelt announced he was moving Thanksgiving one week earlier. The decision was met with substantial ridicule, partially for Republicans who took to calling the new holiday Franksgiving. Not, but not everyone resisted. For that one year, 22 states went along with the change, 24 stuck to the original date, or were undecided, and two, Texas and Colorado, observed both holidays. Now, there you go. <laughs> that's, that's where I would fall. All right, you want to move it? Let's just do it twice. I get two, two days off, two days off work. That'd be great. All right. That's interesting. Interesting. Next fact, nearly 80% of people think Thanksgiving leftovers are the best part of the holiday. That's a lot. And yeah, it's, I, would, I would say it's pretty cool. I don't know if it's the best part. Another interesting fact about Thanksgiving you do not know, the invention of the TV dinner was the result of Thanksgiving leftovers. Corporations, just like people, can have eyes bigger than their stomachs when it comes to Thanksgiving food. In fact... That's the reason we have the TV dinner. A once ubiquitous staple in suburban homes across the country during the 1950s and decades thereafter. In 1953, as a result of ordering an ordering miscalculation, food industry giant Swanson, excuse me, 1953, as a result of ordering miscalculation, food giant, food giant, Bad, Leroy. I'm just the whole restraining order thing. I mean, is that, was that really necessary? Do I think he was trying to point across again? Try to get a point across? Well, he did. He got it across. Anyway, Swanson ordered a bunch of 260 tons of frozen turkeys. Too much, rather than throw it all out and take the loss. Swanson salesman Jerry Thomas came up with what ultimately proved to be a highly lucrative solution. Inspired by the pre-prepared meals served by airlines, he ordered 5,000 aluminum trays and organized an assembly line of employees to fill them with turkey, peas, and cornbread and sweet potatoes. Just like that, boom. TV dinner was born. No one calls them TV dinners anymore. And when you go down the frozen food aisle, it's much different than it was, say, 25, 30 years ago. Anyway, here's another interesting one that I never knew. Jingle Bells, the song, was written by J.P. Morgan's uncle and was originally a Thanksgiving song. Yeah. If you're the type of person who gets annoyed by Christmas songs being played before December, which you ain't, you might have to make an exception when it comes to Jingle Bells. That's right, the timeless ditty composed by James Pierpont in 1857 was originally titled One Horse Open Sleigh and it was written for Thanksgiving. The song became popular with both kids and adults, and in 1859 it was reprinted, renamed, and rebranded for Christmas. However, despite becoming one of the holiday's biggest hits, the tune didn't make Pierpont a rich man, even though he was the uncle of John Pierpont, Pierpont Morgan, yes, J.P. Morgan, the rich guy, and penned the first song to be heard from space. He struggled to make ends meet until his death. Well, who cares? So yeah, Jingle Bells was a, uh, a Thanksgiving song. Uh-huh. Yeah. Rick. Yeah, she's, she said she's ready, and she's kind of in a hurry. Okay, we got Madeira on the line. Uh, she's going to talk about some Thanksgiving stuff with us. And what did you say she said, Rick? She said she's uh, 
uh, you know, she's happy to be on our podcast, but she's in a big hurry, so she just wants to get right right into it. So she said, don't, you know, really interrupt her too much. Okay, okay. all right, right that's, that's great. great. Put her on. Okay, she could be on. Uh, Madeira, hey, hello, how are you? Welcome, Welcome to the Leroy Dell Show. Hey, to everybody hey. out there, hello, this is hey. Madeira, and I want to come on this computer net interlink thing and come on and tell y'all something. I wanted to say happy Thanksgiving, just happy Thanksgiving. It's so nice, isn't it? Just got, we got so much to be thankful for. Hey, yes, we do. Yes, even me, honey. Thank God. When I got pulled over the other day, I didn't go to jail. Just thank you. Thank you. So happy Thanksgiving. Listen, I know these are really lean times right about now, so what I want y'all to do, if you cannot afford a turkey, don't stress out about no turkey. Go get you a chicken, base it up real good and stuff it. It's going to taste just the same. Might be even better because that turkey's going to be a little dry sometime. And we call it a turkey. Chicken and turkey. You get a chicken. Yeah. So if you can't afford yeah. a turkey, get you some chicken. <laughs> 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 I'm backing myself up. Get you some turkey and, and, and have you some chicken around Thanksgiving. And listen, you know what else you can do this Thursday? Or tomorrow, my brand new video come out tomorrow. It's a Madeira Christmas. And if you want to laugh, put that thing on while you're cooking the chicken. You're going to laugh. That Madeira Christmas is so funny. It's in the stores tomorrow, which is Tuesday, because I'm sending this out on the morning. And, um... And then this Friday after you uh, sat around, ate so much, you can uh, sit down and watch for better word, child. I can't wait to see this show. Tyler Perry been talking about this show so much, I can't wait to see it. But anyway, happy Thanksgiving. Can y'all yeah, enjoy y'allself? Me enjoy my dear Christmas. Enjoy. Enjoy your turkey. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Thank, thank you so, so much. much. This is Madeira. Thank you. Madeira? Hello? Hello, dear. I think, did she hang up? Yes, yeah, she said she would go, go fast, Mr. Leroy. She appreciates everything. All right, all right, thank you. That was uh, Madeira on the Leroy Nerf Show.
All right, thank you for listening to this Thanksgiving special on the Leo Rhino Show. Uh, we'll see you next week. I don't know. Next week, no show. Thanksgiving. I don't know. I might do one. I don't see how this feels. Anyway, uh, there's going to be something different coming down the pike. Okay? Uh, so there may be a week off or two uh, while I kind of get some things together. I got some plans in my head to keep this show... <sighs> That's disgusting, Leroy. Shut up. Can't help it, man. It's been a rough night. You know, this is all... It's all rough. But anyway... (sighs) I'm, I'm confident. I have an idea. I don't want to say anything because if it doesn't happen, then I don't want anybody to, I don't want to, you know, I, 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 number one, I want to be surprised. And number two, I don't know if it's going to happen. So I'm not sitting here saying I can't continue to do the show or that I don't want to. Uh, but as you can tell by tonight's lame ass show, I don't always have it in me. <laughs> so maybe I'm better off doing it every other week that we have more material lined up. I don't know. Um, yeah, so, oh, what you do, Rick? Don't turn that up yet. Come on. You know, you're sitting there doing nothing. All you have to do is produce the show. That's all you got to do. Sorry, Mr. Leroy. Don't, don't take your uh, your stag strikes to be out on me. You're right. I'm sorry. I shouldn't do that. So, anyway, happy Thanksgiving, shiftheads. I'm sorry this has kind of been a downer episode. I, I shouldn't have combined a Thanksgiving you know, joyful holiday spirit show with the downer of telling you that Earl is gone forever. That Earl is not coming back ever. I should, you know, when was I going to do it? You know, it was on my heart to talk about it, to get it done, get it out of the way, get it out there so we can move on. We all have to move on. I feel like we've been in this, it's, I've always said it's like this bad relationship kind of divorce or something. The kids, you shift heads are the kids, and the, and the, and you've been hoping that the parents will stay together. Well, I'm here to tell you, shift heads, it's not your fault. We both love you. I love you. Earl loves you. We just, it just doesn't, it's not working out. Okay, kids? Okay, so, Leroy needs to find a new wife. I need to find a new mommy for you, and I'm going to do that. I'm going to get you a new mommy. And I know it won't be as good as your old mommy, and Errol will always be your mommy, okay? Leroy will always be your daddy. But sometimes adults can't, you know, we just don't get along. Sometimes mommies don't like doing the podcast, and they and then they pretend like they like it, and they come, and they, you know, it's just, I'm going to get you a new mommy, okay, shit, that's, don't worry. It'll be all right, shit, that's. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, shift heads. Hello. Yellow. 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 <laughs> I, can hear, <laughs> I can, hear can hear myself. Can hear myself. It's like it's Leroy, like Leroy and Earl at, at the same time. <laughs> this is Leroy and Earl. I'm, I'm Leroy. And I'm Earl. And I'm Earl. We're going to pitch you some Go on, pitch that shit. Wait a minute, man. We got to stick together. Those things are everywhere. I'm just doing what the voices inside my head tell me to do, kid. So they say, blow your fucking brains out. I blow your fucking brains out. Nothing personal, you understand? I just haven't done myself. Back when I had my 
you were finished. Oh, well, allow me to retort. I love Ricky Dixon. Thoughts and interest, and why you're impressed with my faction and fiction, my entourage, my vibe. 